Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'es Hashem, Shalom Bayes 256. We are going to talk more about coping with typical solvable problems. We discussed several of them in the previous year. We're going to continue now with other types of solvable problems. And one of them is the solvable problem of how to maintain the marital intimacy and connection after becoming parents or after having a child or multiple children. And also, like in the previous uh, shia, when we mentioned the other things, the other solvable problems that sometimes could be, you know, difficult to solve, uh, but very often in many, many of the instances, there are aspects to it in the day-to-day living where it is doable and not that difficult to work through, and it makes life a lot easier. Now, one of those big issues is when one becomes a parent, like we said, after having a child or children. The way one person put it, now the child could be the biggest bracha in the world, and it actually is. Puravu, a neshama into the world, is one of the greatest simchas in the world, the greatest joys. But let's face it, it's normal in human nature. It comes with mixed emotions very often. The way one person put it is, a child is a grenade. When you have a baby, you set off an explosion in your marriage, and when the dust settles, your marriage is different from what it was, not better necessarily, not worse necessarily, but different. One author wrote that, and it is very, very on target. Now, don't think that it's a lack of akaris hataif when you acknowledge that the marriage changed and there's challenges after a baby is born or after there's multiple children and you're dealing with, with, you know, being a parent to young children. It sets off a tremendous change in a marriage. And unfortunately, he has done studies, and for the most part, unfortunately, these changes could sometimes be for the worse. And when a year after the first baby arrives... 67% of wives experience a plummeting of their marital satisfaction with their husbands. And for the husband, the dissatisfaction kicks in a little bit later as a reaction to his wife's unhappiness in this matter. And it creates a wild range of reasons to, to feel disgruntled. And it, it, a lot of it has to do with lack of sleep. A lot of it has to be with feeling overwhelmed. A lot of it has to be by feeling unappreciated. Both the wife and the husband feeling unappreciated. Also, the profound responsibility of caring for a baby, for a child, the constant changing them, waking them up, feeding them, and so, and juggling motherhood with a job sometimes, a part-time job, sometimes a full-time job with a babysitter, could be extremely stressed. And... Um, the mystery is not why, in his study, 67% of the new mother, mothers feel so miserable and stressed out in their marriages. But the real chiddush is, is the other 33%. How do they do it? And by the way, all of you listening, you could be a chilek of that 33%. It is workable. Each one of you don't say, eh, the majority is this way, I'm part of the majority. No. There's solutions, there's thought, there's commitment that get, get you into what the world average of 33%, be in that 33%. Each one of you listening to this, this shiurim could be part of those where you will learn 
how to work it out where your marriage will never be even never be even better. The, the, meaning that the birth of the child and the addition of the responsibilities, despite the fact that there's more responsibility and stresses and lack of sleep, you'll say, on the other hand, that the marriage, we have never been closer, it has never been better. In our marriage relationship. And there are secrets to keep the marriage happy and stable and strong after children, despite the additional responsibilities that come with every child. And what's fascinating is that he'd studied this, that what separates the, 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 the mothers that are happy in their marriages to the rest of them that are not has nothing to do with whether the baby was colicky or a good sleeper, whether they're nursing or breastfeeding, whether they're working or they're staying home. Nothing to do with that. The main factor had to do is, listen carefully, husbands, it's when the husband and the wife together experience the transformation into parenthood alongside with one another. And none of them get left behind. Which means like this, this is very important to decide. A husband and wife together need to say to each other, yes, we are a mother and a father now. And we love our child. A mother has extremely deep love for her child. And she realizes she'll sacrifice anything for that child. There's a certain awe and wonder in this intense feeling that she has towards a, a child. Now, husband goes through it to a lesser degree. There's many reasons for it. A lot of it is biological. So you need to realize that so as the wife, the mother is embracing a new sense of a connection with a child and the family, the husband is a little bit behind in that process and may still be yearning, oh, the time that it was just the two of us. And again, this is, people think it's extremely selfish and it's self-centered, but studies show that a lot of it is biological feeling. That even unselfish, good, wonderful husbands, good people, selfless people, people who want to give of themselves, and they're not selfish inherently, still will the husbands in particular will still yearn when it was just the two of them and they were connected that way. It takes a husband a little more time to adapt and adjust that I could be one with my wife and it, it could be just the two of us many, very, very often and we could arrange time for that but, the, but that the addition of a child and many children in the family will increase our oneness. It takes a longer for the husband to grasp this. It takes longer for the husband to let go of the fact it's not just the two of us anymore. Now, the wife will have sometimes less time for him. She'll be more tired, especially in the beginning, feeding the baby, nursing the baby. He may resent the fact, you know, they used to go riding together, walking together, exercising together, and now it's with a baby, you know, you got to work through it. Now, he loves his child. He loves his child deeply, but he wants his wife back in, 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 in a certain sense. And again, 
this may sound selfish, or I want her just for me, and it's it's just me, 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 me. But again, you need to realize this, that this is normal biology, normal feelings. And even a good, wonderful husband, sometimes it takes a while to adjust to that. And he needs to realize he's in a new reality now that Hashem put before him with a tremendous bracha of a child and children and family. And when he learns to accept it finally and realize it's not just the two of us anymore. Yes, we will connect husband and wife in deep ways alone with one another. But now we are a family and we have children. Then he learns not to resent his child. He doesn't. He learns that he's not in competition with his child for the affection of his wife. And he no longer feels like he's only a husband now. He feels, I'm a father too. I am a husband and a father. And my wife is a wife and a mother. And he feels pride on that. He feels a tenderness to that. He feels a protectiveness of his child or children. And together with his wife, they share that tenderness and love towards their child. And they learn to connect with one another as well. And it's very, very important. And um, it is true, by the way, that there are times where a couple needs to spend time away from the baby occasionally by getting a babysitter. If they're fortunate enough that family members could take the baby, whatever the age when they feel comfortable, they could let let you know the baby under the care of that relative for a two, three, four day period to go alone away. That is also healthy. But what 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 too often though, many couples are made to feel that they have done something wrong because they made their own relationship seem secondary to their new role as parents. And they feel more stressed and confused because of it. But the truth is, is they're both doing the right thing. They're both doing the right thing. It's a philosophical shift. It's an emotional shift where they are both adjusting to the role. Are we our husband and wife and will forever be husband and wife? But we're also a mother and father to these children. And you learn, we talked about in the previous shiurim, that one of the greatest gifts to give your child or your children is your own shalom bias. So even after the baby is born and young children come, time needs to be invested both by the wife and the husband together to make sure they, uh, the husband and wife still understand each other deeply, that they respect each other deeply, and that they're a team together. And the more you makir that you're a team, the easier the transition will be. And they will, they will both be better tuned with each other. He helps her in her journey in motherhood. She helps him in his journey with fatherhood. And they connect with each other on a personal level as well. So wife um, needs to understand this. And the husband, what he needs to do is also be involved in even the baby care. It is very, very important to do that. To learn to take care of a child, to hold the baby, to burp the baby, all these things with if it's a bottle feeding, to bottle feed, whatever the case may be to be involved in that too. Um, So, um, 
and there needs to be a, a, a dynamic between the two where they both care for the baby, not just the mother, the father also. And the father needs to be very interactive, even with young children. I know sometimes they feel it's not their nature. You know, that it's not their nature. They're more uh, intellectual. They're more cerebral. They're business people. Or they're big Talmidei Chachamim, you know. Um, but, but the idea is, during this time, it's important to bond with your children. Um, I admit myself, I wasn't the greatest at this, so... <laughs> you know, so in a way, there's a twinge of a little bit of a regret, and um, maybe some of you feel that way too. But all of you that are in this matziv, you know, don't take it lightly. It's a big schus, and it is a. Uh, it may not be romantic. It may not be exciting. You know, to diaper a child, to bathe a child, to feed the child, but it's important to do. But the key really is, part of the transition in parenthood is to carve out time for just the two of you. Like we said, babysitter, relative, or when the baby is sleeping, whatever the case may be, to really, really, really connect with one another as a husband and wife, one-on-one. To be sensitive to each other's needs, the father to the mother, the mother to the father, understanding each other's needs, being supportive of each other as they're taking care of their child. Another situation is the physical intimacy aspect of of it, of the of the relationship. Because what happens is you need the idea behind the sex, the physical intimacy, listen carefully is the, the what's really behind it that will make it work is when they both have a fundamental appreciation and acceptance of each other and each other's nature. If they do this, then even if there's a low-drive, high-drive person, they'll be okay. What happens is, is unfortunately, there's no area in a couple's life where there's more potential for a husband or a wife feeling embarrassed or hurt or rejected more than it is in their sexual relationship with one another. Many couples are very sensitive when the other uh, desires sex less than them. They feel they're not attractive. It's not that they're animals. We explained this before. But basically they feel a rejection. They sometimes deem a lack of interest, not just, okay, my body's not working right now or I'm very tired, but they view it as, you know, you don't care about me anymore. It may be, it may be inaccurate, but that's the way they feel. And it's understandable the way they feel. Generally, husbands want sex more, generally speaking. But the bottom line is, is that um, that his studies showed that couples with young children, which could cause stress in many marriages, that those whose sex lives were good to great made it a priority rather than considering it the last obligation in a long-to-do list. That's very, very important. Couples discuss it with each other. 
They assure they have one-on-one time together with one another. They put their relationship first, despite the fact that they have demands of work and children. They find sexual satisfaction by diverse ways, being creative, not just intercourse. And they trust each other. They are attuned to each other in the bedroom, outside the bedroom. And if you do this, your sex life will be likely to improve. Plus, incorporating the seven principles that we've been talking about in the last few shiurim, which we did five of them thus far. So it's very important to do this. We will talk more, Be'ezaz Hashem, about this and similar solvable problems in future shiurim. But what is very important is, is that your husband and wife need to trust each other, talk to each other about their sexual needs, um, and be open with each other about it. And that will help a great to a great degree. We'll continue Bez Hashem in the next year.